Hello, everyone. It is a very special bonus episode today of Locked On Canadians. We are going to find out just how smart my hockey brain is as we're talking Habs, trades, moves, and everything else from about the last 10 years and more inside today's show. Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Locked On Canadians. I did promise this after I had to miss an episode because my internet on Wednesday night was more messed up than Mike Hoffman's face after AJ Greer got finished with him. This is Locked On Canadians. We are your daily Montreal Canadiens podcast, and I am your host. I am Scott Mallon. I have a very special guest who has agreed to play Quizmaster for us today. Because we were planning this out, I was, and this idea came to fruition late, late on a Friday night. I was on the Sick podcast with Matt O'Hayan, and we were talking about the 2013 NHL entry draft, and they were shocked that I was able to remember who was picked and who was signed in that offseason. And at that point, I contacted our guest today, Ian Boisvert, at Maybe It's Ian on Twitter, to help formulate a quiz of sorts for this. We're going to find out just how much I do remember and how bad I might actually be at Habs Trivia. But before we dive into all of that, Ian, thank you so much for making the time. I know it is Friday. It is sunshiny and 50 degrees in Buffalo. So uh, I we are planning we're recording this early so we can get out and enjoy some of the nice sunshine or video games, whatever whatever we feel <laughs> like today. Yeah, it's funny. I was sitting down and setting things up, and I was like, this is the first time I think I've done this where it's still light outside. Like- it's a very <laughs> weird feeling. It's like I'm used to getting home, and I'm like, I got to take the dog out before it gets too dark, and she gets spooked by all the shadows, and it's like it's 20 after 6, and the sun's out, and it's yeah. halfway decent, and it's not raining. I'm unfamiliar with all of this. It's been such a long winter, so... Yeah. Um, Ian, you said we've got what, like eight or nine questions uh, piled yeah. up for this today? Yeah, let me let me set this up. Nine questions, um, eighteen points total. So that some of them have multiple <laughs> parts that you'll have to see how many you can collect. Um, the the rules here were I tried to stay within the last ten years or so. One question pushes that a lot further. Um, we'll see if you can figure that one out. But um, you know, it's all players who were traded here, traded away from Montreal. Drafted, signed, um, anything of the sort. So there's there's a good mixed bag here. I think I did my best to uh, to spread things out, um, and we'll see how you do. Well, this should be interesting because I, as a master of useless information, this should be right up my alley here. Uh, I'm no Steve Dangle when it comes to hockey trivia, at least not yet. So let's dive uh, right into this here. Ian, what is our first question of the day? All right. On December 5th, 2015, this undrafted college forward scored his first NHL goal in his first NHL game. He signed his two-year entry-level deal before the 2014-15 season. Uh, that'd be Daniel Carr. Correct. Do you, do you, for Maybe for some bonus points, do you know who assisted on that goal? Oh, God. Because that was his – he played – and here's the thing is I'm pretty sure I remember the team he was playing against. They were playing Carolina, were they not? Yep. Yeah, and he scored. It was his first shift on his first shot. 
So I want to say he's probably playing middle six at that time. Oh man. Cause he was, he played so well for what would have been the ice caps at the time there. I want to say, so this was, it was in 2015. And at that time, Michel Therrien was still the head coach of the team. Oh yeah. David DeHarnay would have been playing with Max Pacioretty. Was Thomas Placanitz the one who assisted on his goal? Placanitz is not in on this one. Um, um, this one is, he was a fourth liner at this point. So his line mates were Christian Thomas and Brian Flynn. Like those are guys. <laughs> oh man. Christian Thomas famously traded for Danny or traded in received in a trade for Danny Cristo, who famously was known for being so drunk. He took his shoes off to walk home and gave himself frostbite at the university of North Dakota. Nice. A real yeah. winner of a, of a person Classic there. Stuff. All right, we're off to a good start. Daniel Carr was the correct answer. We're going to move on from that one. Uh, On March 5th, 2014, at the trade deadline, the Montreal Canadiens acquired Thomas Vanek and a fifth-round pick from the New York Islanders in exchange for a second-round pick and a prospect. Who's the prospect? Sebastian Kohlberg. Yeah, and I was like, even, even at the time of that trade, I was like, this seems like larceny for the Canadians. It. It absolutely it ended up was. being that way. Yeah. And I played liked, 87 AHL games. That's that's it. And I liked Sebastian Kohlberg too a lot, but he was one of those Martin Re- who would become the Martin Revi era of prospects. Yeah. Tim Great Bozon. world juniors and then just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Tim Bozon had had a reason. He almost died. Yes. So yeah, like he was very ill. But like I think of that entire like prospect group as like having all this promise, and then for one reason or another, none of them ended up panning out. <laughs> My favorite part is I can look up the tweets from that day because I was still running for eyes on the prize at the time. And I'm go, please don't trade bowl. You or Tenorti yeah. for, for Thomas Vanek and realizing now, yeah, that would have been fine. If yeah. you traded them for <laughs> Thomas would have also been fine. Yeah. yeah. In hindsight. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. We're off to a good start. Those were some easy ones. This one I think is going to be a little tougher. This is the one that stretches that timeline quite a bit. Historically, Montreal has not had great luck. Uh, signing unrestricted free agents since the year 2000 only two unrestricted free agents the canadians signed in free agency have led the canadians in scoring at any point name them oh man so an unrestricted free agent leading the canadians in scoring it's happened twice (sighs) oh 23 years it's very sad (laughs) One of these feels like Alexander Radulov, but like Max Pacioretty had a big year that year too, which makes me think it's not Alexander Radulov. You would be correct. It is not Alexander Radulov, who I own a jersey of. <laughs> um, I don't think it was Tyler Toffoli either because Nick Suzuki was here and ha- would have led the team in scoring that year, correct? I'll lead you there. That was Tyler Toffoli. One of them was him in that, in oh, that wow. Canada division season. Yeah, and like... He, he was very good that year to fully or, or Suzuki was also like he had 40 some odd points in 56 games. Like he was legitimate that year. Not a one C, not a one C. No, not at all. Um, There's one more. This is, this one stretches it. And the thing is, it's not Alex Tangay because they traded for Alex Tangay. They didn't sign Alex. Is it Alex right. Kovalev? No, they traded for Kovalev too. He was, oh, yeah. uh, he was a ranger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. How far back are we stretching here? Well, the the front end of this was the year two thousand, and I'll say it's it was the two thousand one two thousand two season. 
Oh dear God. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Did this person play for the team before? No. And the, so okay, so it's not Vincent. No, he Dampus. wasn't like a ninety-three return. Okay, no. so it's not Vincent Dampus then. Yeah, oh no. man. Forward or defense, which Forward, I can't. Thankfully, I ha- although that era of Canadians was pretty lame, it would it could have been a defenseman, honestly. <laughs> Signed as a UFA that led the team in scoring in the two thousand one two thousand two season, which would have been the year they played the Bruins in round one. Yeah, oh. was that the was that the Theodore year? I <laughs> the the most unjust heart trophy of all yeah, time. Yeah, 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 the one that was robbed from Jerome McGinley. Yeah. Um. It wasn't Michael Ryder because they drafted Michael Ryder. It wasn't Mike Ribeiro because they drafted Mike Ribeiro. He did lead a season in scoring around that time, and I checked, and no, he was drafted by the Canadians. Oh, my God. And this does stretch it further than I thought. I thought, like, 06, 07, like, stretching. No, it was – there was a – I mean, it's not exactly like the Canadians draft particularly well. It's just (laughs) I think they they – sign free agents even worse (laughs) well we could spend an entire episode on that yeah i have a name like i it's not steve bejan i don't know why that's the one coming to the forefront of my brain and it's too early to be robert lang who was also i'm pretty sure acquired in a trade yeah i don't remember how 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 much of a guy is this guy I think he's a peak guy. I think like like those early years, like he was a guy. So there are going to be people listening to that who like I don't understand a thing they just said. Like they just said guy a whole bunch, and that was supposed to help him understand the question. And I, I'm I actually don't think I know this one because I'm not. And my hands are here. I am. My phone is here. My yeah, well, phone the, is off. The honor I, system is in play here, but I trust you. All right, I'm going to give it to you here. It, so Tyler Toffoli was correct in 2021. Yannick Perot was the, the other. face-off wizard himself, yep. he Yannick led the team Perot. scoring in 2001-2002. Dear, well, I'm pretty sure Koivu was injured at that point in time, correct? Correct. All of, like, every season around that is either Koivu or there was, like, the odd Ribeiro season. But that one year was the, it was the uh, Yannick Perot year. Well, the good news is, is that I've only missed one so far, and we have more questions coming up in our uh, next segment here. But first, today's bonus episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. And with the NCAA tournament heating up, it is the perfect time to download FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. And all new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000, and that's in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All you got to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained or combine everything into a same game parlay to earn to earn more money on your bets back. Plus, you can go now, sign up at FanDuel.com slash lockdown for a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown to learn more. And remember, make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA and us here at Locked On. And as always, I am here to remind you, please bet responsibly whenever gambling on sports. We are back with Are You Smarter Than a Caffeine Addicted podcast host. I am, of course, Scott Matlin. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend at Maybe It's Ian on Twitter, Ian Boisvert, host of The Build podcast. Subscribe to The Build. If you don't, you're wrong, and I will break your legs. So, Ian, 
What else do we have? I won't break anyone's legs. I promise. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good legal disclaimer. The, the uh, lawyer in the other room is currently going, no, <laughs> no, don't, just, don't do it's this. Just, it's just Walter White in the car just screaming, no! <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So, all, all right, right. We'll take the temperature back down a little bit because I think this question is a little bit easier. But it's, again, peak, guys. So keep that in mind. Uh, Mark Bergman made two trades in the nine days between November 11th and November 20th, 2014. Travis Moen and Rennie Bork were shipped out. Who did Montreal get in those two trades? Oh, man. Rene Bork brought back. Oh, this is right on the tip of my tongue, too. Because... One point in five games with the Canadians is the person that came back. And Travis Moen got traded for... Sergey Gonchar. Correct. Yep. That one's that it's so they got like a Hall of Famer for Travis Bowen, which who is went hilarious. To Dallas. Yeah. And that was the year after they traded Eric Cole, who was washed to Dallas for the retread of Michael Ryder. Yeah. Um Rene Bork, because Rene Bork was playing for the Bulldogs at the time. Oh God. This did is he, was he did he he cleared waivers? Yeah, because no one wanted his contract. I mean, yeah, that tracks. I shouldn't have been all that shocked at that, honestly. With the and he was damn, he was way, way too good for the <laughs> yeah. AHL. Oh god, because he got shipped west, correct? Mm-hmm. He got traded for Brian Allen. Correct, you got it. Oh, One man. point in five games for the Montreal yeah, Canadians. and then he also I... became a Hamilton Bulldog and ended the season with a broken foot for the Hamilton Bulldogs, who unsurprisingly <laughs> missed the playoffs. So. I remembered the Brian Allen period being a little bit longer. I was shocked that he only played five games. Like, legitimately shocked. Well, twenty, and that's the thing is that season was weird because they had Sergey Gonchar anchoring their power play, and it leads to one of my favorite clips in, in recent Habs history is in a game against the Leafs. There's a scrum breaking out, and Sergey Gonchar and Ole Jokinen come together and he just looks at him and goes, Sergey, we're too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like, which now you remembered, only Jokinen was a Toronto Maple Leaf for a long time, apparently. So yeah. Yeah. What gross. a weird, what a weird, weird, good old waffle man. Like, well, that'll tie that'll tie into this next question nicely. There's oh, a draft no. related question. At the 2014 NHL entry draft, the Canadians traded up in the third round to draft defenseman Brett Learnout, 73rd overall. To do so, they traded their third-round pick, the 87th overall pick, which turned into Anton Carlson, and their fourth-round pick, 117th overall, which turned into this current Toronto Maple Leaf. Current Toronto Maple Leaf. Was this player drafted by Toronto or another team? Another team. So that that trade with Brett – I'll give you this. That trade with Brett Lernout, um, they traded those picks with Arizona. That pick didn't become Alex Kerfoot, did it? No, not Alex Kerfoot. Hmm. Was Alex so, Kerfoot? An, I think he was an un, an undrafted guy. Was I he thought an undrafted he, guy out of I college. Thought, I'm not sure because I know he was originally a Colorado Avalanche player. He signed yep. when they were at the like deep depression stage, but I wasn't <laughs> yeah. sure if that was okay. So this player played for the Leafs. Was that pick was traded to Arizona? Other way around. He was. He, the, it, Arizona made the pick, and the player now plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, man. There's so many peak guys at in Arizona in this era that, like, defenseman or forward? He's a forward. 
It's a forward currently playing for the Leafs, not their AHL affiliate, currently playing nope. for the Leafs. The, the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, so it's not Matthews. It's not Marner. It's not Nylander. It's not Tavares because none of them were drafted by Arizona. Or in the third round. For, I thought the or fourth was round. The four, fourth fourth, round. Fourth, okay. Yeah, fourth rounder. It's not Pierre Engvall because he was a Toronto draft pick. I think he's gone now. Didn't he get moved to the Islanders? Oh, yeah, he's an Islander now, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah, he's a Lou retread. Oh, man. Oh, why is this sitting, again, right at the forefront of my brain that I know this Toronto (laughs) lineup, it's like it's it's Michael Bunting. It's It's Michael Michael Bunting. Bunting. Yeah, it's it's ancient Michael Bunting. Correct. Wow, I can't believe a 37-year-old got drafted in 2014. That's wild. And with a Canadian's pick, that's... That's shocking to me that, that Michael Bunting was drafted with a Montreal Canadiens draft pick. I was trying to think of like former Coyotes who became Leafs. And then I was like, Nick Ritchie came to the front of my mind. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that went the other way around too. And it, Correct. And I was like, okay, there we go. Yeah. All right. Sticking with the Coyotes here. Oh. On January 15th, uh, I didn't write the year for some reason, so just think about it uh the canadians predators and coyotes pulled off a three-team trade that saw nhl all-star john <sighs> scott land in a habs uniform montreal traded away two players in that deal and they acquired john scott along with one more player can you name the two players montreal traded away and the second player montreal got in return montreal traded away jared Tenorti, who was then subsequently suspended for peds to arizona correct and i believe it was stefan elliott who they had acquired to make this work and traded him to Arizona and got Victor Bartley in return. So you're right on Tenorti and Bartley. This, this was a wild trade because you did get a part of the trade, right? Stefan Elliott went to Nashville. There is a Stefan in this trade. It's just not Stefan Elliott. Is it Stefan Matteau? Nope. Oh my God. I couldn't believe that there were two Stefans in this trade and nobody, nobody mentioned it back in the day. <laughs> like it's not, it's and it's Stefan. It's not, oh man. It's spelled the exact same way. Oh God. What the hell? Cause I yeah. thought for sure you're going to trick you with the Stefan Elliott part of this. Like, so the Habs, so this was someone in their system then. Yeah. To oh, my man. knowledge, did not have an NHL like career didn't in Montreal at least I don't know if he figured it out elsewhere this is gonna kill me now because I'm like I thought oh man because it's not Stefan Matteau is Stefan their last name then no it's his first name it's not Stefan Patrick Stefan no it's not it's not Stefan Robida oh man I didn't know they had someone else named Stefan. And oh, it's Stefan Fournier. There it is. There yes, you go. Stephon former Fournier, Halifax Moosehead. Yes. Yep. That is right. Yeah, that trade's still wild to look back at, especially like how cryptic, like cryptic Mark Bergman was when he said, like, there's a reason I traded Jared Tenorti and you'll know about it. Yeah, because he was getting juiced up, apparently. <laughs> Uh, allegedly so what, can can we just take a second before we get to the next question here because this is my show and i'll do what i want yeah, did the canadians win the john scott trade i mean what did victor bartley turn into uh an ahl defenseman who broke his foot playing for the ice caps no goals and like 13 assists in like 30 something games tight i don't know i don't think they lost but i i don't think anybody won this trade <laughs> i was gonna say like 
the ice caps got John Scott, which definitely helped like their attendance. And that was the year they made the playoffs too. That was 2016. Yep. And it, he was, you know, a great sport, like all things considered that he got screwed royally out of this, but like Stefan Elliott really didn't turn into anything. Jared Tenorti is still kicking around, which credit to him. Stefan yeah. Fournier kicks around like the ECHL from time to time. The Canadians got free press out of John Scott being an all-star and like, so yeah. did the ice, like, if you can find a winner in that trade, I guess it's the Montreal Canadiens. Sure. But like, congratulations. You you won. Here is your prize, a box of, you know, rusty knives or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's funny you mentioned Tenorti still around. Like, the, the Penguins are dealing with goaltending health at the moment. And I saw Dustin Tokarski's name again, and I lost my mind. I could not believe. That guy turned four playoff games in which I think three of them were losses into a fantastic NHL career. <laughs> he's been like bouncing around. Like he was with, I want to say the flyers for a hot minute and he's been in the pen system and he's been like a damn good AHL goalie. The into like an elite AHL goalie the entire yeah. time. Like it's absolutely wild. Yeah. All right. We got three more questions. Um, let's do this one uh, at the 2021 NHL draft. The Canadians traded their fourth round pick to the Minnesota Wild, so the Wild could move up and select Josh Pilar. Montreal acquired the 150th overall pick, a fifth rounder, and the 214th overall pick, a seventh rounder. The seventh rounder turned into Joe Verbedic. Who did Montreal pick with the fifth rounder in that trade? Fifth round pick in 2021. Um, let's see here. Because I was going to say they had a they have that this was in that weird run of like seventh round picks and everything. It wasn't Raphael Harvey Pinard because he was a sixth round pick, I believe. 2021 fifth round pick. Is this player currently signed to the Canadians in any capacity? I believe he has signed his entry level deal. I could be wrong, but I think I think I remember that happening. An entry level deal. So this is a fourth round pick or a fifth round pick? This is a fifth rounder, the 150th overall pick. Fifth round, 150th overall. Are they currently playing in the AHL? No, they are still eligible for uh, Major Junior. I'll give you that. They're in Major Junior. Fifth round, 150th overall, still in Major Junior. They're not out west because the only one out there is Jared Davidson. It's not Becking Dawn. It's not Logan Mayu. Nope. It's not Riley Kidney. It's not. No, it's Joshua Wah. Correct. Joshua Wah it is. I was like, why is this not clicking for me? I'm like, he signed his entry level deal, but he's not playing, failing to realize that. I he did sign he did. his entry level deal, though, right? Like yes. I remember that happening. That wasn't a fever dream that really happened. <laughs> no, he and Kidney signed not that far apart. I forgot because why is so high up the prospect list now that him being a fifth round pick just does not. And also, twenty twenty one is only two yeah. years ago, but feels like forever at this point. Right. Like, I triple checked that year because I cu- I literally couldn't believe that he was picked that recent. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. All right, two more. Uh, on April 12th, 2021, Montreal acquired defenseman Eric Gustafson from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for a 2022 seventh round pick. So Montreal sent a 2022 seventh to the Philadelphia Flyers. Montreal ended up reacquiring that pick and using it to draft this player. 
So it would have been a 2022 seventh round pick. Correct. Which they used. I, I was at this draft. I should definitely know who the hell they picked. Um, it's not they, Emmett Croteau, is it? It's not Emmett Croteau. The, the Canadians and the Flyers like have a history of just throwing their seventh round picks back and forth at each other. Yeah, and the Canadians ended up with like Jake Evans and Caden Primo out of it, which is wild. Um, yeah, I think 20- another one was um was uh, Raphael Harvey Pinard. I think he was one of those seventh rounders that they threw back and forth at each other for two years. 2022 seventh round pick. It's not Emma Croteau then. The only other name that I can think of off the top of my head would be Pateri Nermi. That is incorrect. It is <sighs> Miguel Terigny. Ah, yes. The one playing over in, well, was playing in Slovak. I forgot. He was another overage pick because they did the whole uh, right. Harvey Pinard thing again with a dude who was dominating the queue and he didn't <laughs> right. stick around North America. He went to Slovakia to play for the year. Right. All right. Last one. This one has six points in it. So oh, Jesus we'll Christ. see how you do. The start of free agency in 2014 was busy for the Canadians. Montreal finalized six contracts at the opening of free agency on July 1st. Five of them are UFAs and one is an entry level contract. How many of them can you name? Oh, okay. It's 2014. We just saw the them go to the Eastern Conference Final. So this is them gearing up. So 2014, the start of that, their first round draft pick that year would have been Noah Juleson. Correct. That sounds right. Well, I was gonna say I'm I'm pretty sure because he ended up because he played in Everett and they would have probably signed him to his entry level deal because he's the first round pick. Is he not one of those options? No, so these were deals that were just finalized at per cap friendly on July 1st. So free agency opens and they put pen to paper. There are six contracts that, that Mark Bergevin signed that day. All right, so it wasn't Gallagher and Galchenia because they were still on their entry-level contracts at that point in time. Correct. Wasn't Carey Price. Carey Price was still in the middle of his longer-term contract that he got at the end of the 2020. 20- 12 season that sounds right yeah it wasn't so because 14 15 is the year they lost to the lightning in that second round after Carey price carried the team all damn year yeah and they just they couldn't score against uh anderson in the in the first round they barely got out of that when yeah because they started the hamburglar for two right once they switched from the hamburglar they they i mean if they played all those games with Hammond. I don't think Montreal wins that series. What? Oh, wow. I mean, it's like, I'm trying to remember who would have been unrestricted coming off that team in 2014 that they would have resigned. It wasn't Lars Eller. Cause he was still, he was still under contract. He was still under contract and an entry level deal for someone that they would have probably picked in. Wow. You picked a damn good one. So they probably, <laughs> if I remember this year correctly, they had a new backup goalie. Cause I don't think it was Peter Budai anymore which I think the next one after him would have been Al Montoya. He was not signed. There is a goalie in this list, but it is not like a, like, I, I don't even know if he's a guy. Like I, I was, I, I had to go look and make sure that this was real and it was real. So. Oh man. Wow. Did you pick, you really put a hard one right at the end here as <laughs> we've got to wrap the show. Yeah. Um, 
So just think like the, I'll I'll give you this. There were two defensemen, uh, a goalie, and two forward, three forwards. So two defensemen, three forwards. Um, was one of the forwards the entry level contract or no? Yep, one of the forwards is an entry level. Was that Arturi Lekkinen? It was not Arturi Lekkinen. Because no, was he that? No, or was I? Wow. Why is this season the one that I cannot picture in my mind? I know all the points that happened because dear Carey Price won every award under the sun. And yeah. now I can't think of anyone. Did this entry-level contract go on to play in the NHL that year? I do not believe they have played in the NHL to this point. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that's it's a tough one. I mean, but you've covered you've covered the AHL teams. So it's Martin Revi then. It's not Martin Revi. Am I getting warmer or colder on this? It's t- it's tough to tell. I'll tell you that that one is uh, Jeremy Gregoire. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so that's an awful one. Oh wow. Um, um, one of the one of the defensemen was returning from the run. So that run it it would have been because Bolu played that time. Tenorti played in that time. Mm-hmm. Subban didn't get his big contract until the next year when it kicked in because then they traded him. Um, Andre Markov was still under contract. I believe so. Rafael Diaz got traded already. Yep. Yeah. Dale Weiss is already, you know, mania is in, is in full swing at this point. (laughs) Was it Francis Bouillon? No, it is not Francis Bouillon. Although that's a good one because he, he did come back and I think he, he played that 2014 run, and I, I think I remember him being there the next year. For a little bit. I think I can't remember if he did, the, like, Blacanets and we played a handful of games. Like, ah, I'm out. Um, yeah. On that team. We're bo- so both these defensemen played in that cup, in that run to the Eastern just, Conference. Just, just one the- of them. One of them was a UFA who came from elsewhere. Was a UFA that came from elsewhere. Because I was going to say, Alexi Emelin was still there, but I think he was still under cup. Was he one of the ones who got extended? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think, I mean, at that point, like, Emlyn was one of those guys who, like, they were, like, showing the record with him in and out of the lineup. Like, he was sort of, like, integral to that team. Well, yeah, because he blew out his knee again, trying yeah. to get Milan Lucic here. So, um, oh, why am I struggling so hard <laughs> to figure this out? All right, you give up? I do. I'm... All right. So, the returning defenseman was was the Dream Weaver, Mike Weaver. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he came back for one more year. I couldn't believe that that had happened because I know they traded. They, I think they traded. Was it George Peros? They sent George Peros to Florida. And they no, got, they got George Peros from Florida. From, so, here's the thing that you're going to laugh at me for this. They traded George Peros in a, for, for – George Peros came from Florida for a seventh-round pick and prospect Philippe Lefebvre. Oh, nice! In the, going into the 2014 season, gotcha. Okay, uh, they traded so yeah, like Mike... a fifth for like Mike Weaver. I'm pretty sure, right? Mike Weaver, uh, Tom Gilbert was the other UFA defenseman. I remember he was like a big analytic darling, darling. Like everyone loved this guy, and I watched him. I was like, I don't get it. Like I don't understand what this guy does. Well, yeah, because Michel Terran was coaching the Canadians at that point. It's also so... true. Like that's it was not put in a situation to succeed. Um, the the very 
short-lived uh, Yuri Seacatch era began that that UFA uh, July opening. <laughs> like that's that's oh, like this, this is a cruel question. I don't know if you've ever watched the um the the bar down quizzes, but this is like the boss question. Like that was this is an unfair one. Because I forgot, because he then, after having all these effort games, got traded for Devontae Smith-Pelly, who... Yep. There's he had some one... good playoff performances in Montreal. I remember, I I fondly look back at the DSP era. The Lavelle Rocket legend, Devontae Smith-Pelly. Yeah, for uh, sure. There's one more name on here, and how on a, on a scale of guy to household name, where, where does this person land? Somewhere in the middle of those two things. Um... Yeah. He's now an assistant coach in the NHL, if that helps. Oh, dear God. <laughs> that doesn't, that shouldn't, like, that shouldn't help at all. Because, like, they all, that's just the route they all go at this point. <laughs> just, a, just a name. What team is he an assistant coach with? Toronto, I believe. It's Manny Malhotra. Correct. Manny Malhotra. I'm going to give that one to you. Because that's, this is a tough question. I uh, I forgot the, about that offseason where it's like Manny Malhotra is going to help them win faceoffs and Tom Gilbert's going to analytic the hell out of this and then the Canadians were just like our oh, Carey Price just bails us out for yeah. sixty five games. I like, I went to a game that season because I think that was also the Danny Briere season, if I remember correctly. Because then they traded. No, I think the was it the Danny Briere was the previous year That's because right. he scored the series clinching goal against the Bruins. That's right, on a breakaway. I, I went to a game that season on Long Island. They won one to nothing in overtime, and Carey Price had the shutout. And it was one of the most unwatchable hockey games I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, that, that and the last, the last player here, it was a goaltender, Joey McDonald. Oh my god, that's just a made-up name. Like I, like so... Joey McDonald. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but like I don't, I'm, I'm not familiar with your work, as Shaq would say. I am because he was a <laughs> he was a Hamilton Bulldogs goaltender for a long while there. And I want to say he ended up getting traded at some point again because he was an older guy and he went back to the Flames organization where he was their NHL backup for a hot minute. And just, it was an ugly era of goaltenders for uh, for the uh, Habs AHL affiliate there until Dustin Tokarski got back. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was well, it. That's the end of trivia. You got 11 out of 18. I think you did pretty well. There were some really rude questions that I threw in there because <laughs> like, you know, it was, I was having a good time just looking things up. I just thinking about Yannick Perot again, really just got my blood boiling. It was great. Jeremy Gregoire, a name that I'm <laughs> like, here's the thing is familiar with Jeremy Gregoire. watched a lot of AHL games, completely forgot that they would have given him an entry level deal because that, oh man. You could have talked about Jack Nevins or Connor Crisp or someone, and I would have probably I almost, understood. I, there was almost a Tory Mitchell question thrown in here. Greenfield Park native Tory Mitchell. Love Tory Mitchell. That was a those were him and Brian Flynn were the the, the biggest acquisitions that 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 offseason. Or was that the that was, that was the trade, trade deadline. deadline? They picked them yeah. up at the trade deadline um, from Buffalo in two, not in the same trade, two separate trades. Yeah, yeah, was, so, they, they were like right after each other. Like, why? Why is this two deals? Do yeah, why? Why? Are, why are we doing this? Why <laughs> have you traded for? Anyways, uh, Ian, I want to thank you uh, for coming in to do this as a bonus episode on a Friday evening. You can follow Ian on Twitter at maybe it's Ian. Subscribe to the Build his podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter at lo underscore Canadians. Follow myself at Scott Matla. Thank you so much for tuning into this quiz episode, everybody. We will see you all next time.